Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This week, the Daily Daf is being led by Rabbi Jill Jacobs, the Executive Director of Rabbis for Human Rights North America. Matan Torah is the ultimate human-divine encounter. It requires initiative, both on the part of God and on the part of human beings. God has to give the Torah, and human beings have to accept it. And so it's a perfect moment to talk about when God needs to take initiative and when human beings need to take initiative. The rabbis start this conversation by suggesting that Moses himself takes a lot of initiative. They give three examples of times when Moses adds to a law that God has commanded. They say that Moses adds one day to the time that spouses had to separate from one another before Matan Torah. They say that Moses was the one who decided to break the tablets ultimately after the people make the golden calf. And they say that Moses decided to separate from his wife for good, not only for the three days that everyone else was required to separate from their partners. And they say that God agreed to all of these innovations on Moses' part. In all these cases, Moses decides to be stricter than God. He adds a day to how long people have to stay apart from their partners. He decides that the people aren't ready for the Torah after they disobey. And he decides that he's never going to have sexual relations with his wife because he always wants to be pure enough to talk to God directly. So there are some ways in which human beings can take initiative to be stricter with the law, but that's not the only way that we can take initiative. The rabbis go on to describe 10 things that all happen on the first day of the week. First, there's the first day of creation, of course. And then there's a list of moments that represent the first moments of different kinds of sacrifice or different kinds of worship. When the Nisi'im, when the, when the princes of the tribes offer sacrifices for the sanctification of the Mishkan. When the priests are appointed as the religious representatives of the people. When the first sacrifices are given. When God sends down a fire from heaven to show that God is accepting the sacrifices when certain kinds of sacrifices are eaten, when the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, descends, when the Kohanim, the priests, give Birkat Kohanim, the blessing to the people, when God forbids idol worship, and when time starts for the Jewish people, the first month of the Jewish calendar. I see this list as a gradual progression from moments that require only divine initiative to moments that require human initiative. The first day of creation, of course, is something only God does. Human beings aren't even around for it. And then we have a series of sacrificial practices. God establishes these rituals, but ultimately the rituals are in human hands and allow people to connect to God. 
These rituals that human beings do have the effect of bringing God down to earth. God accepts the sacrifices and shows that with fire. The Shekhinah, the divine presence, descends, brought down by human beings. Birkat Kohanim, the blessing that priests offer, shows that now human ritual leaders also have the power to bless. We don't have to sit around waiting for God's presence to come and for God to bless the people directly. And then we have human history. Forbidding idol worship is a way of taking a break from the past and saying that now it's the first month for the Jewish people is a way of taking hold of history. Saying that now we're going to create our own history, starting with creating our own calendar. So from the moment of Matan Torah, things are no longer in God's hands. We don't wait for God to come around and create the earth or to bring us out of Egypt or for God to bring miracles. Instead, we have a divine human partnership. History is increasingly in the hands of human beings. That is, it's more and more up to us, not only to take Torah, but also to make it our own. This doesn't only mean making things stricter, of course, as Moses thinks it does. It means finding ways to make Torah our own, to worship God, to find ways to give blessing that don't only depend on waiting for God to swoop down and do something for us. At the same time, we can't think that we're on our own. Throughout this whole list of the 10 moments that happen all on the first day of the week, always God is present. When the priests give a blessing to the people, of course they invoke the name of God. When we say it's the first month of our calendar, of course, that forces us to think about God bringing us out of Egypt. So in every moment, even as we're claiming the initiative, we also have to remember to make sure that the divine human encounter is present in that moment, to ask ourselves, what do we learn from this encounter? To ask ourselves, what is it that we think that God would want us to do? To hold that moment of divinity alive, even as we increasingly take responsibility for our own history, for our own practices, for our own spiritual lives. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.